This is a show where Brandon and Gabby from Geekedia talk about everything geeky. From movies, to shows, and even video games. So put in your earbuds, and get ready to listen to an organized, well thought out, random conversation. Alright guys, well it's been a while since we since we've recorded really any podcast or anything really. Um we're sorry about that. We're trying to get that back on schedule. But to start the new year off with a new podcast, we're go- today we're gonna be talking about f- our favorite movies of twenty eighteen. Uh, it's not a huge list because we are broke. We didn't see that many movies, or at least I didn't. I don't know about you, Gabby. I saw I saw quite a bit, but um you're not nearly all, not nearly close to how many I wanted to see this past year. Yeah. But, um... Because there were a lot I wanted to see. Yeah. But that, they cost this thing called money. Just a little bit. Yeah. Well, movie price tickets suck. Yeah, they do. All right, they so... They definitely cost a lot. Yeah. To start us off... All right, Gabby, what, what's one on your list? All right, so I'm, I'm going to start off with, um... It's it came out in the end of the year. I know you haven't seen it yet, but you really should. And also, if you're listening, you should see this movie. It's uh, Spider Man Into the Spider Verse. Yeah, it is fantastic. It's one of my favorite Spider Man storylines, mm-hmm. and they did it. And it, it's animation. It's not live action, which is I don't know. It it, it makes for I think an it would, easier watch. Right, and I, it was something like. Uh, Different universes, animation kind of makes it easier because you can. Yeah. It to an extent, when you're thinking of money, I'm sure it doesn't cost as much as it would the graphics and everything like that. Yeah, you know what? I'm not sure if it costs more money to animate something, but it, either way, like you don't have to spend extra money on special effects, right? Because you're just animating it anyways, right? Like it's instead of spending money after filming to add animation like stuff to create special effects you're just animating everything so you just go right and so. and my thought with the special effects is not just one layer it it's you we got the effects then we got the green screen then we got the people so yeah. it's different layers um and one thing that kind of made me really excited I, i'm not gonna lie at first i was not too excited about into the spider-verse how dare you mainly because i I've, i'm so used to um the live action ones when I saw animated I'm thinking I don't know because the way movies are nowadays I start off disappointed because really you just c- come in with low expectations because okay that's fair I, right? <laughs> I, I've always done that and that's why I was like yo we need to do like reviews because I'm gonna go in unbiased like we should totally right um and one thing that kind of made me really excited really really wanted to see it is uh i've been playing the spider-man game on uh playstation the, the new one that just came out and there's part it's a cutscene, and it's about halfway into the game and you know spider-man's swinging by a group of people and you see this uh like 15 year old black kid recording recording a video oh, of spider-man miles. and he turns around and i'm like they're kind of focusing on no no this is not miles then all of a sudden hey miles come over here no and at the very end of the game it it uh it it made me go okay one i need to see spider-verse 
to they need to make a sequel to this game or I'm going to be very, very disappointed. <laughs> it, it was just it was just a great game, but that's another topic for another time. Oh, but yeah, yeah I'm, I really want to see it. Yeah, you really should. Um, I mean, you want to pay for my ticket here or what? Um, that's what I thought. OK. Well. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, well, anyways, biggest reason for why it's on my favorites list is, um, again, like I said, I love this storyline. It's the multiverse, and it, I mean, Spider-Man, I think we have might have discussed this on the podcast before, that Spider-Man is one of my favorites. Right. And so, they, they basically just took the comics. I don't know if they did it verbatim. I haven't read all the versions but there was like uh, like a Spider-Man show. I, I forget which one it was, but they also did Spider-Verse and it was similar. I don't think they brought in Miles Morales into that until like the very end. Um, so it was like a, ooh, surprise, Miles is in here too. Right. Um, but this one was about Miles Morales and we have not had a Spider-Man movie about Miles Morales yet. And so... Well, until now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> what? Anyways. Well, you said yet. Yeah. That means it still hasn't come. I said we hadn't. Uh. At least I think I did. Anyways. Eh. Anyways, I don't remember what I actually said. The point is, we now have a Miles Morales movie. And um, so, you know, the voice acting was fantastic. I mean, Haley Steinfeld, so I, I, I was happy. I was going to see it because if only just because of her. Do you know who that is? What which one? I'm sorry. Uh she she played Gwen Stacy. Uh okay. Yeah, her. She's a she's a pop artist and an actress. Um but anyways. What, what was her name? Haley Steinfield. Oh, no. Feld. Field. I forget how to actually pronounce it. I'm not looking at it, but anyways. Now here here's a question for you. Okay. We finally have a Miles Morales uh Spider-Man movie. Mhm. Would you ever want a Gwen uh yes. Gwen <laughs> I just had to say it, Gwen. Yep. It, it's already rumored, and I really hope that they do it, and Haley Steinfeld is totally down to do it. Like, she wants to be, like, if they do it, she's... She wants to be like uh, um, Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool. What do you mean? Like, Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. She wants, she wants to be the only Spider-Girl. Well, yeah. I mean, she just, like, if it's in within the... It'd be the same animation style. It'd be like... You know, it would be the people who made that one would make the hers or the Gwen Stacy one. So then they would keep her on as playing Gwen Stacy instead of bringing in another actress. Because now, it would. Do you think? Do you think? A little off topic, but do you think they should start just doing, you know, superhero movies like full-length superhero movies, animation, or do you think they should do a little bit of both, like live-action Deadpool and Batman and Aquaman, and then Car- and then animation Spider-Man and other superheroes, or do you think they should just go to pick one side? Um, I I'm kind of a fan of having both. Right. So I mean, we we always have like the animated TV shows. Um, and those are great, but it, it's also really cool to see a full length movie of a character that you like animated right. or not, you know, or yeah. So I, I, I could see like, it, there's just a little bit more you can do, or there used to be a little bit more you could do 
with animation. So it would it not easier, but like like oh, I really want to do this, this, and this, and that's a lot of special effects if you're trying to do it right live action. So we're like, oh, let's do it animated, you know. <clears throat> Sorry, but um, I, I don't know. It, best of both worlds. Yeah, I, I'd I'd rather have best of both worlds. Like I thought it was a good idea to not do a Peter Parker animated film and do his side of the of the Spider-Verse because all the ones that I've seen uh, animated wise it's always starting with Peter Parker right that's always been the basis because yeah. I, I think it's like the like that's the original I think I think that might be the original story yeah. but I'm pretty sure the way they added Miles Morales into the comics was some sort of like event like that like it was like Okay, Spider-Verse happening, Peter Parker. Oh, there's more universes. Oh, there's um, another one. His name is Miles Morales. Or, like, I know you haven't seen it, so I don't want to spoil it, but, like... Right. I mean, I've seen and, I've seen the previews. Well, yeah, and, and in the, the... What they do in the movie and how, how Miles becomes Spider-Man is pretty accurate, like, in, in relation to him and Peter Parker, like, that part of the story is very accurate um right to the comics i I will say i kind of like the idea i don't like when they just have a different character and it's a new orange story of the same superhero like yeah i I, I like where it's like person a name yeah it's like in in peter parker still exists right in in the video game that the spider-man video game miles didn't replace uh Peter, he just got bit by the same spider, which I kind of like, you know, that kind of story of, well, he never killed the spider, never caught the spider. Where did, you know, kind of like yeah. that, ooh, kind of like it, it branches off. Yeah. Um, but getting really sidetracked. I, I will, one last note from the previous I saw, I do like the animation style. Of yeah, it's very like comic book esque. And that's like, that was a huge plus for me yeah like, it's like it's almost like computer animation yeah like with the 3d but yeah. just a little more heavy on the actual cartoon yeah and it was like uh uh i don't know the 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 extra lines that they drew that they didn't have to for to emphasize like expressions and the um like dots like you, you've seen you've read a comic book before yeah. like think old school comics and like that background so they don't have to do it full detailed there's like one color and then a different color dots on top of it yep it was like that nice so but yeah it was it was great that's why it's (laughs) on my list what was um what's one on yours all right um one of mine uh it it uh it's redundant i've talked about it a lot but one of my favorite movies has to be deadpool 2 um, it just, it, it, I'm not, I'm actually not surprised that, um, Deadpool is on your list because it was last time, wasn't it? I think it was too. Um, I just love the character Deadpool. Now, before I really started getting into the superhero movies, the only Deadpool thing that I was no that I knew about was the horrible Deadpool in the Wolverine movie. Oh. So I was like, well, 
Which is, what which the is heck funny is that? because he's also Ryan Reynolds. Right. Well, I think Ryan Reynolds was. I, I my theory is they said, "Hey, Ryan, you want to be Deadpool?" And he's going, "Cool." Then they did, yeah. and he's like, "Crap, I'm screwed because I already signed the contract." Yeah. Ugh. He's probably like, "I love this character. I love like he's. I mean, I mean that's the whole reason he was like, I need a movie. We got to do a movie. Right. We have to do the movie. I'm sure they were like, okay, now here's press like that goes over my mouth. Yeah. Why? Um. But I, I love the Deadpool character as far as, in a way, he's he's something that I think, at least for me, wanted to be. Basically, the guy not the not the psychotic killer <laughs> part on a good day, um, but mainly the guy that, to an extent, doesn't care. Yeah. As far as you know, everybody has that feeling of ooh, this person's watching, or that person's watching. People are watching, and you know that you know that saying, "Dance like no one's watching." Yeah, kind of that feeling of I I don't I don't care I I I want to do this I'm gonna do it I'm gonna say this I'm gonna say it you know just, st- just stuff like that of ba- basically just just being a confident I don't care what you think I'm gonna be professional but it when when it comes to my personal life I you know I don't care. Uh, and not only that, he he's hilarious. Yeah. And in the long run, even though he's a jerk and a killer, well, is he like a jerk? I mean, I guess he is. He's misunderstood. People he's, are. He's, right. he's only mean to people he doesn't like. He's nice to the people he does. Which is like two people. Exactly. Barely the blind woman. Uh, oh, anyways, blind Al. <sighs> There, there's a hundred thousand dollars worth of cocaine and they've cured oh for blindness oh my uh, gosh it, it was i our reaction when we realized her name was actually blind al in the movie i think we just like lost it it's like well, okay we know she's blind but you gotta emphasize it okay. yeah her name is blind al but i mean like it, it's just one it's just a great movie and they could really do anything and as long as they keep Deadpool talking, they could do no wrong. You're not wrong. Um, and it's right. just, like I said, he's just, it's the type of feeling or person I want to be as far as, I don't care what you think. I'm going to do what I, what I want to do. And, you know, that, that confidence. Yeah. You know, and, and also I think everybody, it, no matter how old you are or how young or naive, whatever you want to call it, wants to be that type of hero where... They don't have to be that squeaky clean. I, da, 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 you know, with that the. That just sounds harder. Right? To, to like be perfect all the time. That's what. That's exactly. One, okay. I'm sidetracked, but this is one of the reasons why I do not like Superman. Superman. Like, yeah. for, for the most part. They, it's because of the mustache. Not the movie. Not, <laughs> I'm not talking about Justice League. I'm talking about <laughs> Superman. Yeah. I, okay. Okay. I don't. I, I, uh, I do not. I like, broke her. Yeah, you did. Um, I don't like Henry Cavill as Superman, but that's not the point. I the character Superman. Right. I he was always like squeaky clean, golden boy, perfect. No one could ever be him. Uh, that I mean, I get it. His name is Superman, but like I don't know. It it was never relatable enough for me to like that character. But in Deadpool, 
is a relatable character. Right. And I think that's what you're saying. I, I give the benefit of Superman only because of the time he was created. Yeah. No, his, I know. His first set of enemies were Nazis. So, of course, yeah. he has to be same the all-American Cap- boy. Same with Captain America on the Marvel side. That was, like, the point. That right. he was supposed to be the perfect, the better man, the one who could actually defeat him as quickly as possible. Um, right. And, and Or help us defeat. And in some and ways... help us be better people. In some ways, I feel like Deadpool is the unrated, uncut, you know, version of Batman as far as the brooding, I don't care. Because okay. when you look, yeah. if you look at Bruce Wayne, when he's out as Bruce Wayne, he's, I think it's a version of himself, but just the public side. Yeah, he's and like, he's the playboy millionaire. Philanthropist, all that stuff. That, but when he's yeah. Batman, he actually goes to his real roots of not depressed, oh, my parents are dead, but the dark. There, I there need is justice. E- exactly, I am justice, and you know, pe- he he knows people thank him, and he and he does care that they're okay. But at the same time, he's going, I'm not doing it for you. In the long yeah. run, I think I still think it's more or less revenge for his parents. Yeah, and Deadpool, say, same thing. At least, at least when it comes to Deadpool too, revenge over the girl. He doesn't. In the end, he yeah, he cares about the kid and everybody else. But in the beginning, he's just like, I don't care. Yeah, I mean talking about a little bit of the story like it they just did a really good job at like continuing like deadpool was fantastic over like the first one and right so and the storyline is you know great and so you wonder like okay you know how sometimes sequels are aren't that great like they don't do it as well yep. this was not the case like this was fantastic like this they picked the right storyline they brought in certain characters you know and I don't know. I, I, I'm I'm with you there. Deadpool's it, it, in my top ten. Oh yeah, that, it's just fantastic. Um, all right, so Gabby, your next movie. Right, my my other the uh, another words one. so hard. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. Okay, so another sequel, Incredibles two. I, did you see that one? No, I've seen. I've oh seen. Hold on, I've seen bits and pieces of it. I I I know the whole story. I just have not watched it all the way through. Okay. Well. Okay. I mean, I'm just glad that they did it so well. I mean, they made us wait what 15 years for the yeah, sequel. Yeah, they did it well, just not soon. Well, okay. I think that was the the point. Like they weren't. They wanted to do it well. So they didn't just crank out another movie. Like, you know, like I, I mean, Cars was great. Not a fan of, not a huge fan of Cars 2 or 3 because they're just cranking it out for the money's sake. Yeah, 2 was good. 3 is where it started to go. I, I, honestly, I think At least I, to me. I'm the opposite. I, I kind of preferred 3 because they ended the story. So it was, it was nice. Yeah, the only thing that kept me interested in number 2 was Mater. Yeah, that movie was Mater's movie. That was like it was Cars to the Mater story. Right. Um, but anyways, that's the only like main reason I liked it. But anyways, when it comes to sequels, animated sequels, sometimes they just crank out the movies trying to make money off parents because their kids want the stuff and like merchandise. M- merchandise. What did I just say? Merchandise. 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 <laughs> anyways, uh it, a lot of times that's the case like that planes movie they they banked off of um cars and 
similar universe, but it's planes. Um, that explains why there was only one of those, and I barely remember ever hearing I'm about that. I'm pretty sure there were at least two. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to say the second one was straight to DVD at that point. I have no idea. The point is, I didn't see it because I thought it was stupid. Um, and I normally really like children's movies or in animated films, but I was just like, I'm not having this one. Like, absolutely not. I'm not doing it. So, the original Incredibles, you know, it was, it was a statement. You know, it was a statement on like modern living and like the superhero era and almost almost like a punch in the gut of like if superheroes existed this would totally happen right it was like legit superheroes yeah with families yeah meets uh, and the real world yeah it, they they brought superheroes to like to real life almost they they instead of bringing superheroes into our real life they they reversed it they they brought the superheroes to life it and i think i'm not saying it right but you know i think you know what i'm saying yeah and and i think it helped especially with the first one that it wasn't just superheroes are known and then all of a sudden they have families no it was superheroes were supposed to be gone and banned and you know if you were super it was like you're in exile yeah and i think that added to it which made it kind of even better like there there's these superheroes that have mundane jobs and they're yeah. legit like n- n- i can't like it almost it's, physically it's so hurt crushing them. almost like his dang what's his name mr incredible what is his actual name par <gasps> something par oh my goodness you robert, have a computer. robert bob his name bob. is bob yeah bob par hated his job and that was just like like yeah like, what like, could he a, do no i mean like like that's like super relatable you know it's like desk job this is so crushing i can't actually help people like my boss does not want me to uh, my it, it, helping people isn't ingrained in my dna i'm a superhero like this is so hard right and that was like super relatable and everything so in the sequel so you know that the sequel is more about instead of him it's about it's uh, about his the, wife the wife elastigirl um so instead of just redoing incredibles and being like Oh, I'm going to be secretive and like go into it's not like that at all. It's Right. She is asked to do this. They're trying to repeal the law that made superheroes illegal and like like that it's it's they're they're trying to show people that superheroes can work with the government and like, you know, help people and not break stuff that much. Like they're trying right. to put superheroes back into a positive light and they're using Elastigirl to do it and then you know you know plot stuff and like shenanigans shenanigans and twists you know and I know you haven't seen it so I don't want to spoil it because it's really good and you totally should um but it 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 was done so well and I'm pretty sure I've read something that was like okay why did they make us wait 15 years and I think it was because they hadn't yet figured out exactly what to do because they wanted they wanted it to be perfect. And they, they wanted it to be um, just as good as the first one. And I'm glad that they didn't like just do the same thing just with the last girl. Yeah. Plus, as far as realism or real world, I like how they kind of made it into, you know, 
the husband, or in this case, the wife, works yeah. all the time, and the husband yeah. basically turns into the single parent. And he's that's, that's that's the times that we're in now. Like that's highly common now, right? And not, not even just the the wife does all the uh, works all the time, and the husband is basically a single parent. It, it's it's also you know husband works all the time, and the mom's basically a single parent. And yeah. even for the parents that are actually single parents, and that kind of a that kind of conflict of you know I'm here all the time take care of the kids I want to do something with my life too I want to do do have a career as well and everything like that no matter what whether you're a single parent or you are or you're still married you know you still go through I'm sure everybody any stay-at-home mom or dad you know goes through that you know I want to do something with my career I want to yeah. do something as well not just not because you resent the kids uh, even though you partly do uh, uh, but you you <laughs> You, it's that feeling of, I want meaning. Yeah. And your kids are your meaning, but everybody needs that kind of break, I guess. Yeah. It, I think, I think it's just like, it's not like it's mundane or anything. It's just like, you don't want to always do the same things. Right. Kind of thing. Like you're doing like. And plus, he had never done, like, the stay-at-home dad thing. So, right. this was so much harder for him. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, she was used to it. Also, she's a Lassa girl and can just stretch. She doesn't have to move to go get her kid. She right. Can she just can just like, come back. Yep. <laughs> I love how we both did the hand motion at the same time. With the same hand. Oh, wow. <laughs> we really did. That's fantastic. <laughs> We're weird. Yeah. Hey guys, it's Gabby here. I just wanted to make sure that you guys know that we have a YouTube page and we'd love for you to subscribe to that. We post movie reviews and character analysis there. We also have a website where we post written reviews to movies. If you like listening to our podcast, you can find it on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. If you like our content, we also have a Patreon page and a coffee. Coffee is spelled K-O-F-I. The difference between those two is Patreon is basically like a monthly subscription and you pay the same amount each month. But coffee is a pay-as-you-go type deal. So if you want to give us like a dollar today, you can, but it's not an obligation to do it every month. Thanks, guys. Now back to the show. Okay, so... So we're almost we're almost done here. So uh, your your third one, I think. No, we'll... no, this is my second. What? We're on your second? Yeah, we did your first two. Whatever, your second one. I forgot what number we're on. Go ahead. We're not. We're on number A. Uh, <laughs> okay, so so my last two movies, they're not geeky movies, but they're but where you didn't say favorite geeky movies or nerdy yeah. movies, we said favorite movies. So yeah. loopholes. Um, Loophole. My my second pick. Uh, is the Christopher Robin movie. Which one is that? Because there were two movies about Christopher Robin. This one's just Christopher Robin. The other one was... Is that the one where he's at an actual kid and they're telling the story of A.A. A. Milne? Is that is that the one you're talking about? Or is it the one where Christopher Robin is an adult and he starts seeing the toys again? The, this is where... I know, I know that there was another Christopher Robin movie. That one was... Yeah. I think that was just called Goodbye, Christopher. 
I think. Something uh, like that. Th- but this one's just but, called Christopher Robin. No, but which one is it? Is this the one where Christopher Robin is actually a child and it, the story is, about, no. is the real life? No, this is the one where he's an adult. Yes. Okay, he, where got it. You do, s- you do see him as the kid and then he grows up. Yeah. And basically he sees the... The toys. The, char- the Winnie the Pooh and everybody else. Uh, and basically stuff happens. Yeah. Uh, and here, here's one thing that I just thought of. He, Pooh's name is, his full name is Winnie the Pooh. But when name? people are just talking to him, he's known as Pooh or Pooh Bear. Yeah. W- Winnie the Pooh, which means that he is, that his species is Pooh. No. It's not I, that kind of Pooh. But no, but you get what I mean. Like he's called I, Winnie I, the Pooh, which means his, his name should be Winnie. I mean it. Uh, like I'm Brandon the man, but you see, you see where you, you, you see, you see where <laughs> things kind of make you go. What? I, Anyways, but these are things you think about while watching children's stuff as a, an adult. Now this the this things where you can't go to this things you think about when you can't go to sleep at two a.m. Uh, or you go to the bathroom and you forget your phone. <laughs> well. Yes. Anyways, so I love this movie. I grew up with Winnie the Pooh on VHSs. Uh, my the biggest ep- episode that that st- still stuck in my head is uh, Pooh was trying to get uh, some honey in in a little tiny hole and he got stuck. And the whole episode was was trying to get his fat butt unstuck. Did he say, "Oh bother"? I'm. I, it, it wouldn't be Winnie the Pooh if he didn't. Anyways, did he also go think, think, think? I don't think so. Oh, that's I don't my remember. favorite one. Anyways, the entire movie, like... Wait, I have a question. I keep interrupting. I'm sorry. You're fine. Is uh, is is Piglet in the movie? Everybody's in it. Does he? Does Piglet go, oh, deer? I'm almost sure he has to. Now, the movie, like, it because it's such a childhood thing. Yeah. And it just, like... I never thought the the way that the characters looked, it like uh, Pooh, Piglet, all those. Mm-hmm. You could tell that they that they weren't there because special effects, right? But because the details in the fur mm-hmm. and the clothes were so detailed and so broad, it it looked real. Like like it might the, the childhood like the actual toys. Yes, the childhood oh, wow. mind of mine was actually it, it was almost like, you know, when I grew up with Power Rangers how I wanted the Power Rangers to come and find me and I was going to be a Power Ranger. It was the same thing with this like oh, they're real. Oh my gosh, I could hang out in the 100 acre wood. It, like it, it it was that feeling. And in the beginning, like the beginning credits, you hear the Winnie the Pooh j- just the just the music. You don't hear any words. I um, kid you not. I started, I started like almost like I was tearing up, but I almost full on, full on cried wow. just at that because it, it was like, uh, like it, it was just my childhood and yeah. it just, it, it, it was like, you know, remembering happier times and everything like that. And the amount of heartstrings they pulled in this movie, <laughs> there, there's a part where, you know, uh, Chris Robbins saying, you know, oh, the people I work with, they're not my friends uh, because, you know, if I had to let them go, you know, it would hurt too much. And Pooh just looks at them with almost like a tear in his fake eye, just going, 
is that why you let me go, Christopher? And I'm like, oh, right. Oh, I need to see this movie. Oh, I I cried at the, at like during all those sad parts. Uh, No shame. I was crying where I, where my shirt was soaked and I'm just there going, it it just, it, it, one is just a good movie. And if you grew up with Winnie the Pooh, it, if anything, it's like Toy Story three was Ooh. to 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 the grown ups. It was like a goodbye. It was a send off, yeah. and it was like this is for you. Oh. And not only that, but it was also for kids that never grew up with it. But yeah. for the adults that so grew up with it, it was a family movie. Yeah. Okay. It, it's not just for the adults that grew up with it. It's not just for kids that didn't. It's for everybody. So for the kids, it's like, ooh, it's a new character. So Winnie the Pooh could get a resurgence. Yeah, that's kind of cool. But for the adults, I meant to go see that with my mom. We just I, never it, got you, to it. I don't know. I don't know if you would, but I think you would actually tear up and actually have to move your glasses and wipe a tear. It is that. Mm. Maybe I don't know. I, I don't know, but <laughs> it, it's it's just it it's all around it, it it's just so good and like I said for the new for the new generation it's it's a resurgence for the adults it it just warms your heart and it, and it kind of it's like that that reoccurring theme of you know you're never too old to be a kid. And everything like that. And and also it's about, you know, Christopher really being a dad to his daughter and a husband to his wife. Because it's all about work. And it's almost like make sure you always be a kid with your family. And it just, oh, it's so good. Oh, yeah. I won't, that's that's definitely still on my list to see. Uh, oh my and gosh. it's funny, that's too. A, this is amazing. There's there's funny parts in it too where you see one of them I think it was Eeyore just get smashed on a car windshield and he's just there going older and you're just like <laughs> all right so Gabby your third right sorry and final one my bad okay <laughs> we're on number B now <laughs> stop. <laughs> Okay, so actually, I just gotta say it's kind of funny that both our list uh, have two movies that the other hasn't seen. Because um, your your final two are two movies I have not seen, but I saw Deadpool two. Right, and, and you did not see my first two, but you've seen this last one because it's, it's Ready Player One. Yes, and okay, so fans of the book. I um I know that it was not the same. It was there's a whole lot of differences. You could say say the same thing with Harry Potter and the Harry Potter books. Well, this is like they, they to be fair, it's slightly different only because um they couldn't get rights to certain things that a book can write about but you can't show in a movie. And well, that, I I will say I will give them the benefit of the doubt. Sorry, I'm interrupting you now. Yeah, no, it's uh, fine. For the amount of rights they did get, that's you know why because they were all Steven Spielberg movies, and he was a, not Freddy Krueger, and not Chucky. It's Steven Spielberg. It's a the movie is a Steven 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 Spielberg was a part of it. Wow, that was really hard to say. Sorry, that was kind of loud. He was part of Child's Play. Ready Player One. No, no, I'm saying the reason 
a whole bunch of Steven Spielberg stuff was in it was because he was right. the director. That that it, makes sense. But he's also Steven Spielberg. He probably just asked per, he could ask permission. He's probably friends with those people. True, but he, even then for for to get the rights for any of those whether yeah. it, whether it's Steven Spielberg movies or, or not. not is is amazing so yeah it's I, one of those well it's not that hard uh, literally you just have to ask permission and or pay some money right but e- e- again even then it's one of those oh well they didn't get the rights to everything that the book was yeah yeah but for the amount well, they did for any movie shut up <laughs> I mean, yeah, pretty much but like the one of the biggest things that was different from the book was all of the references to dungeons and dragons they just could not get the rights to that so they just couldn't do it and i honestly i like what they changed um it it was more i guess cinematic i guess the what to what they changed it to right and and so the the stuff that they changed worked i would think better for the movies than what it originally was so honestly i'm okay with it um but Oh, wait. Biggest reason... I just had to preface all that. My biggest reason for this one being on my list is probably all of the references to everything. I, I think I saw that movie four times, and... You saw something new every time. Yes. And I, and I would point it out to other people that I was watching it with. Like, most recently, my parents got it on, like, DVD or something, or it's on Netflix, and... They were watching, and I was like, oh, 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 wait, the the Ninja Turtles are coming up. Look, 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 look. Oh, oh, look, the Iron Giant is right there. Oh, look, 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 that ninja, you know, like, Super Sentai. I feel like, I feel, I feel like they were giving you that look of, shut up. No, I it wasn't like that. <laughs> it, but, like, in my mind, I'm like, oh, here it comes, here it comes. Because I had, I've liked, I had already seen some of the stuff, so right. I, I got excited to see it again right. and, and, and point it out to people because I know they know what it is. Um, but I, I, I don't know, man. Like, there's so many references in the movie. Like, you, you, there's no way I could catch them all on first watch. I caught a lot on first watch because apparently I'm observant, but sometimes, not always. Anyways. <laughs> uh huh. The I don't I don't know, man. Like that was one of my favorite things about watching that movie was the amount of references to things. And the the other biggest thing about that movie was well, and the book, because it's in there as well, is this massive multiplayer VR game. Right. And like the technology like this it's set in like not the not too distant future. Um, Wasn't it like 2049 or something like that? Mm-hmm. I think it was 2045, but yeah. Just, it's close enough, but it's the 2040s. Like, it's right. not like 2397. Yeah, it's, like, like, it's, it's like, 20 years from now. Exactly. And, and the type of technology that they have, they show in the movie and, and, and describes in the book, like, we're close. Like, we're so close. Like, I can't wait kind of we're so close uh we already have vr right and and one of the things that they use to uh do the game and like make it easier and like 
keep your equilibrium from like messing up because one of the things with VR is like you can't do it for very long because it messes with your head. Right, because you're moving, but you're not. Exactly. Uh, so one of the things they have is a multi-directional track. Which that's already technically in existence. I know. I, I looked it up. I'm so excited. Oh, yeah. That, that was like a couple years ago when that first started. I know, but they're like massive. Now, I will say I'm, I'm excited, but terrified. Okay. Why? Okay. So like in the movie, it's big community. It's not just, oh, you play games. You can hang out with people and do really anything, right? Right. So what's the purpose of going outside at that point? That's and a, actually that's, seen people. And they make that comment in the movie and the book. If you remember. Do you remember yes, that, Yes, right? I, I remember that where they, where at the end they shut down the place for like two days. Yeah, two days it, a week. Yeah, it's but it's like, it's almost, movies like that and books like that are almost like a warning. Like think of, did you ever read like 1984? No. Fahrenheit 451? No. Do you read? What's a book? Okay, then. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, like, I know know it's a warning, and I know, you know, it it does give us that saying of, hey, don't just be, don't live in this. Yeah. But at the same time, there's the real world. We're humans. We're stupid. Right. You know, monkeys fling their poop at each other, but they're smarter than us at some points. Okay. Am I wrong? They have society. They legit have communities and societies that are way better and more civilized than ours. Okay. So we could say, "Oh, don't spend all your time in there." What's going to stop us? Unless they legit yeah. shut down the com- that community. You, you're not wrong. Like, if if there's no like rule set in the game that like it makes you stop for a certain amount of time, or like, "Hey, go outside." It, some people aren't going to, and if like the world goes down the toilet bowl like it did in the book and the movie and it's like real life is worse and the only good things in your life are in this game like there's no really no reason that anyone would want to not be in there um but i i i'd rather be hopeful than like just expect that to happen. I'd rather be hopeful for the world, you know. No, I, and I am. I'm like I'm not trying to be like all oh it's going to be horrible and everything like that. Oh, but don't I, get me but wrong. Keep, I'm also super negative and think that's going to happen. Yeah, I do keep keep the negative in mind so that it's like with any new game system or new video game. It's like oh, I'm gonna wait a little bit till the bugs are worked out because when you first get it, like a new game system, first yeah. get it, there's going to be a crap ton of updates and there's going to be bugs until they patch those bugs. Right. So I would treat that the same thing. Hey, we have this new VR community. I'm waiting till the bugs come out. I'll wait a couple months, maybe a year. I just want it to happen. Like, I just, I just want it to happen. Like, we've already got VR. We're already be able to like sit and watch movies together in the VR thing. Yeah, like, like I have a Samsung VR. My brother gets the Samsung VR, and we're like, I, we want to watch a movie together on Netflix. But I'm at my house. He's at his. We could literally pop on VR and watch Netflix in the VR room, which I like. But at the same time, I'm I'm literally going, that is stupid. No, it's awesome. Because if you're in like another country, like you want to hang out with your friends or whatever, like it's it's kind of like one of the previous podcasts we talked about the internet and like video games and how it like creates a community and uh, online gaming creates uh, a way for people 
to interact that normally wouldn't be able to in any other way. Right. And so if it's used like that, I don't see a problem with it. Here's like, the... If your friend is next door and you're like, hey, you want to watch a movie on VR? No, that's stupid. Go yes. over. But like if they're, if your friend moved to California and you live, what, in New York or Georgia or whatever on the East Coast, and uh, it was a thing that y'all watched whatever movie every, on the same day every year and you want to keep the tradition alive, you can because of VR. Right. Now, here, here and, I, and that makes sense. Here's why I don't like it right now, as far as what I said with the same stuff VR and watching Netflix in right. VR, is yes, you could watch it with that person, so you're watching it real time and experiencing it at the same time. You can't talk to that person. You can't legit, like, turn your head, see their avatar, and talk to them while the movie's going. It's literally just you and that other person in the room. You don't even see the other person in the room. What? Exactly. Wait, you can't see their avatar? No, you don't see anything. It's literally you two in the same room. You can't see the other person watching a TV with Netflix on there, but you can't talk to that other person because you're not on a phone call. That might be, that might have changed because there's this commercial, it's, um, I want to say, it's, I, you can't tell exactly. I think it's uh, either Jonah Hill or one, one of those guys that looks like Jonah Hill. I can't remember his name. And like, I want to say Adam Levine. Um watching some movie but one's in their own apartment or house wherever he is watching and the other person is the other guy is in sitting on his bed his wife is asleep and he's watching it in vr and they're talking to each other and like the wife just looks over is like what are you doing i can't hear the who are you talking to but he can hear them i and you can see the avatars together i think i, I think it might have been google I don't, I don't know whose it is. The point is, it's VR. You're watching stuff, and you can see the avatars. So that's out now. Like, like that's a thing you can do now. I don't. I just don't know which uh, company did it. Yeah, and how much it costs. That too. Anyways, we we spend we we just babble, don't we? Yeah, a little bit. But Ready Player One is fantastic, and for very a whole lot of reasons. Like, I like the book. So the movie was fantastic. Right. Um, the movie was very good. Yeah. Like I said, I'm pretty sure I saw it four times. Three in theaters. I think I saw it twice. Or maybe just once. I can't remember. Wait. Wait. I saw it with you. No, I don't remember. <laughs> I, Yay, I, I'm important. Um, I, well, I know I saw it with my parents because that was like a month ago. Anyways. Okay. Your last one. Yes. Uh, my third... And final movie. Sorry. <laughs> Running gags. I will live for them. Um, <laughs> my my last one, and th- we didn't put this li- these lists in any particular order, but right. I feel like slightly this would be above Deadpool if we did put it in order. Really? Uh, it's Won't You Be My Neighbor. It's uh, Oh, the documentary. Yeah, type it's a documentary deal? about Fred Rogers from Miss Rogers Neighborhood. Um, I grew up with the reruns on PBS. Me too. Uh, and you know, I, I loved him. He was always he was different as far as he wasn't yeah. a goofy character like uh blues clues or anything like that. Not yeah. that it that was bad. He wasn't trying to sort of dumb it down to entertain kids. He was like, I'm an adult and I'm speaking to children. Not not only that, teaching. but he treated the children like they were, you People? know, grand, grand, most of them, 
people. Uh, <laughs> most of them are like between the ages of three and six. The people who watch or the people who were the actually on the show? Uh, the kids that watched. Okay. Yeah. Reruns and when they originally aired. Yeah. Uh, they're between the ages of three and six. Some, um, you know, it's a variation, but it's basically a kid's show. But he didn't go, hey, kids. You know, he wasn't yeah. goofy. He treated them like they did have the intelligence of an adult of, you know, you're, you're a comedy human being. I'm going to talk to you like normal. He yeah. still made it kid friendly. Like, you know, when he did, you know, just little stage shows, you know, little, you, you can see in the documentary, little girl just uh, goes, Mr. Rogers, I like you. And he didn't go, oh, well, I like you, too. He, he legit just just looked at her in the in his calm normal voice of just well i like you too and thank you very much like he treated yeah. her like she was an adult with an intelligence yeah and that sounds ruder than what i mean but yeah it, i it's it's kind of like i said earlier it's like some kids shows dumb down or just straight humor and like they they're trying to entertain the kids distract right. them you know ooh, pretty colors but ooh, pretty colors mommy's doing something else yes it, but it if, uh, fred rogers made it educational he talked about literally everything he talked about um he talked about racism yeah that was that, he i was gonna say like emotions first and then i was gonna say racism but i didn't he get talked about assassinations yeah yeah like it was stuff that uh, was actually I, going on in the world that I the believe kids it was, see and clearly know that's happening but some people won't talk to the kids about yeah it was, he was straight he was a straight shooter he just was like hey guys let's talk about what just happened i know it your was about uh, I, think it was the, like, I think it was bob kennedy that got assassinated and he talked about it no not bob i can't remember which it was uh was it was it not jfk no it wasn't jfk it was his brother the other one yeah, it was oh that one. It was either uh, I Robert Ken I won the Ken. It was the Robert it, would be Bob. Still, anyways, it it was it was not JFK, but it was the one of the Kennedy assassinations. I think it it was the there I, were multiple. Yeah, there was two Kennedys. I believe there was just two, but it was the it was the one that happened after JFK. The the fact that there were multiple, I I'm concerned. I think it was Bobby Kennedy. Um, oh yeah, it was before he wasn't elected yet, right? Right. He was like he was not president. He, well, no, I meant like into anything. No, he was he like was running. running, and then he was assassinated. Right. I remember now. And you know, he he was one where uh, Fred was one where he's like, no, we have to talk about this because it happened, and yeah. it just it, it, there there's so many things I could talk about and. Like they 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 talked. It was such a good documentary. I saw it twice and I cried both times. Heart like just like bawled my eyes out. You know they talked about the rumors that were about him. Like he was in the navy and army, and everybody's like he was never in that. He was a he was a pastor kid. He wasn't in. The, I don't. He know was a pastor's child. He I was did, a pastor's kid. I didn't know that. And there was rumors that he had that the reason why he all, he wore all those cardigans and sweaters because oh, he, he had, had sleeves of, and tattoos. Yeah. He didn't have one mark on his body. And you know they they told funny stories and everything like that. And they even talked about uh, how he did a speech for or a little uh, commercial or TV thing after nine eleven, and. The producers are like, you know, Fred, we, we need to do this. And he and he actually was almost like, I I don't think I can. Not because he was so old and tired. He was like legit going, 
I can't bring myself to go through another heartache like that. He went through assassinations and emotions and oppression. What could he do with this? And the producers were looking at him going, Fred, you don't understand. These people need you right now. The kids that are watching your reruns and the kids that grew up with you that are now grown ups themselves, they need you right now. Which I think yeah. says a lot. He's Because he, he wasn't just a guy that did a kid's TV show. He was... A foundation point for a lot for uh, for two three generations. Yeah, and there, there was one part. Uh, I'm getting I'm getting goosebumps with it right now. Oh no! Uh, he was talking about ba- basically he was uh, was the later make believe, right? It was yeah. the tiger puppet. Like, um, what's the name? Daniel Tiger. Da- thank you. Uh, and you know why I know that. Because of that kid show. Yep. Anyways. Well, my nephew likes it. He, it just he, happens to be the same universe. That literally, like it. I I, I know I know. Okay. Uh, I'm just. Uh, no, it's fantastic. It's just like Fred Rogers' show. Just without, with the tiger. Without yeah, it's like it's a show inside the land of make believe instead right. of it being, and they do lessons this in similar fashion to uh uh to mr robert's rogers but i saw thank you rogers <laughs> <laughs> mr rogers neighborhood and, and they still follow his formula for the way that they phrase things right um but sorry to interrupt you're fine Continue. um there there was one part it was daniel the tiger talking to uh, and i want and i one of the puppets it was one of the real people yeah and he was talking about, you know, he, he was doing a song and he was talking, singing about how he feels like he doesn't belong and, you know, what's his purpose, stuff like that. And then it was, then the next part was going to be the girl, the real uh, person talking about, no, you do matter. You do, you do belong, everything like that. And she thought that was going to be the end of it. And she was, they were just going to go back and forth for a little bit. The third and final part was them singing, both of them at the same time, Daniel singing his part and the girl singing her part, singing about how he doesn't belong and her singing about how he does. They were singing at the same time. And some people are just like, oh, that's just a song. The meaning behind that is so, it puts a whole new spin on it. He was still basically saying, yes, people and my wife, my kids, my family, I myself can say, no, I do belong. I do matter. But at the same time while that's going on, there's still that little voice saying, I don't belong. I don't matter. What is my purpose? And I, and the goosebumps and the tears were a flowing and a rolling. And it just, because I don't know. I don't know. I'm not speaking for everybody. I know for me, yeah. I still do that, go through that on a daily where it's, it's not, it's never going to be one one talks and the other one doesn't it's always gonna be that duet that battle yeah between the two and it just and kids go through that yeah it, it, it i don't think that's talked about enough and we need a show that's like that that now like definitely that there there i don't think there is a show that does what he did other than that one kid show and and it's not even the same because they're just teaching like life lessons like oh how how do you wait uh for something that you really want and he, he legit yeah. sat on tv yeah for a minute nothing happened 
Legit, just watch the clock go by for a minute. Dead air, dead silence, and everybody behind the camera is going, oh, we're screwed. Because who goes on air, dead air, for a minute? Nobody. And a lot, I'm, I'm going to gush over this. The, the, I'm gushing more over this than Deadpool. But there's even one, um, an episode where, you know, a black cop comes by. And, yeah, I remember that. And, and they He was bo- the first, like, that was actually the first time there was a black person on his show. Yes, and... The big thing with that was, you know, Rod, um, Fred was just sitting in a in a little kid pool and he just had his feet in. Yeah. Invited the cop over, t- took his previews. shoes off. Yeah. Put his feet in. And the reason why that, it wasn't just, oh, sharing and anti-racism. It was also with the news because at that point at some hotel, uh, the white owners poured in dangerous burning chemicals in the pool because it was full of black people. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that was... The whole reason he did that. Well, that 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 wasn't just the whole reason, but that added. It, well, that, it, it was like perfect timing. Like, yeah. hey, we're not just going to talk about racism. Let's do a pool because of this. And it and that what what a lot what you find out later on in the documentary is that black guy is actually gay, and being black during those time during 50s, 60s, 70s was harsh. Being gay before the 90s, even before the 80s. That that was just a double whammy. You got screwed. Yeah. And you know when he finally you know told Fred about him being gay, you know Fred was you know he was worried that you know Fred was going to kick him off because having a black guy on your show is one thing. Having a gay black guy, jeez, you might as well just say I want to die, especially for the time. Yeah. And the- Fred, I, I'm I'm paraphrasing, but basically Fred said, you know, if I didn't love you, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be here with you. And that guy started to cry and just say, you know, that's when I knew he was, he was my father, basically not legit his father, of course, but that, but he gained, he realized how much of a father figure Fred was not just to him, but generations. Yeah. And it just, it's so powerful and moving. It just like, I could watch that. And I may not learn anything new. I may not see anything new. It's I could recite it word for word, but it would still hold that much power and that much emotion of just, you know, like Robin Williams. There will never be another one. There yeah. will never be another Fred Rogers. And that's unfortunate for so many reasons. It's also pretty, it's it's kind of a a good thing because you know, he's that much more iconic. And when you go back, you're like, oh, and there's nothing like this. Right. And just... Like, if okay, if Chris Robin doesn't make you tear up, thi- and yeah, I'm, if I'm this thinking movie, the documentary would. If this movie, if if you watch, won't you be my neighbor? And you don't even tear up, not cry, maybe not like me, yeah. but you don't even tear up or have a single drop. I will literally look at you and go, "You need Jesus because you have no soul." <laughs> like, like, I watched it with a group with with some friends the first time. And they were one of the friends. He was bawling just as much as me, and I'm like, I never thought I would ever see you cry. Aw. And uh, and it was just like I, throughout the whole time, I'm like, no, nah, I'm not gonna cry, not gonna cry. Hold hold back the tears, and I look over and I see my friends crying. I'm like, and then oh you god, start, yeah, and then you start <sighs> crying. Oh, I just, it's so good. Yeah, I I just I. I'm just going to say it. Every, all the ones that I haven't seen that are on your list, I plan on seeing them eventually. 
I plan. I, I want to see like, hold on, which ones haven't I seen? I got to go back to my list. Oh, your my list. Yes. The, uh, yeah, you haven't seen Spider Verse or Incredibles two. Yeah. So hey, basically same thing. You got two you need to watch. I got two I need to watch. I literally said that. You know what, Gabby? What number are we on? Seven. <laughs> Not not seven, but seven. Seven. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I think I think we're good. <laughs> I, th- I think that's uh, all we have for today. As we're cracking up, I don't think we can record anymore. Oh, oh. me neither. Good yeah. night. Say good night, Eileen. Good night, Eileen. <laughs> what was that? Ah, uh, I don't know what that is. Uh, is that from something? I, 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 it's, it's an old shtick where, you know, is, uh, say, say goodnight, you know, say goodnight, Bobby, goodnight, Bobby, you know. It's just a thing? All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. (laughs) I think we're done. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Join us next time on Geekedia FM. Same geek time, same geek channel.